to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks. How are you? I hope you are well and healthy. It's awesome to be back here with you and it's great to have you join me. A quick warm welcome to our newest listeners out there from Lesotho, Mexico and Tunisia. It's great to have you and I appreciate you tuning in. And I just need to send a huge big thank you to a listener in Ann Arbor. I so appreciate you and I thank you so very, very much. Before we start, I just want to share something. While I was sitting in nature, a message came through and since we're on the topic of relationships tonight, I figured I would kind of share what spoke to me. With all the current events unfolding around the globe at this time, relationships must become a priority if they're not already. I mean, they should be a priority, but this is strongly recommended. And I'm not necessarily talking about romantic relationships, but just deep, connected relations. Over the next few years, things are going to get very uncomfortable for a lot of people. As we're witnessing many of the systems, they're collapsing, and they're going to continue to collapse. And we need to be prepared. And nothing's ever going to be the same right? So relationships are going to be essential and it's absolutely necessary that we build strong, firm connections with one another all across the globe. And there's a reason for this. But if you're one of those people moving through life as a lone wolf, I highly suggest you start finding a pack. Because we all know that Lone wolves, they don't usually survive without a pack. And I understand that because I, I did it. I understand it's solitude is a good thing and it is important, but only to a certain extent. This is why self-understanding is so important. Because the more clearly one can recognize self, the more we can trust self and one's higher self. And when we have that, we can start trusting the right people and really recognizing who is coming in and why they're there. And you'll see it clear as day. So I never dismiss certain messages that come through, you know, as I speak, because they come through for a reason. And I feel that we're going to have to form communities strong communities are the future. And in fact, this is the reason why so many things are collapsing. It's it's a great awakening right now. And we're at the start of it. So we have to hold on to what's most important, which is 
love, and unity. So keep focused on transmuting and aligning with truth and build on love. Just build on love. Do what you will with the information. But yeah, so I suppose we should move on and talk about tonight's topic, which is relationships and the willingness to mutually submit to one another. Now this title, I realize it might not sit well with some, but bear with me. (laughs) I understand that that word submission, it can certainly raise some red flags, right? Especially in the heads of women. Because when we hear that word, it can come across as overpowering or even domineering. But this is really something that I think men and women could gain a new perspective on. You know, we're not talking about subjugating, which I'm going to talk about in a few. Submission in relationships is often seen as a weakness, but it's quite the opposite, actually. It it actually builds strength, okay? So let's talk about what submission is, the types of submission in relationships, why it's important to submit in relationships, and what the key ingredient is when it comes to submitting. So I think it's best to start by identifying the difference between submissive and subjugate, because people can get this confused. The term submit, this has multiple meanings, really depending on the context. But generally, it refers to the act of yielding, right? Or surrendering, complying with a request, a command, or say an authority, okay? Now the term subjugate, this is really referring to the act of bringing someone or something under control, often through the use of force or authority. And it means to dominate, to oppress, or even subdue a person or a group or a nation, really, typically by taking away their freedom, their rights, or their autonomy. And It can occur in various contexts, such as relationships. It can happen in societies and geopolitical situations where, you know, one entity seeks to assert its dominance over another. So anyway, clearly there's a difference between the two, right? Submission in relationships can take on various connotations depending on the nature of the relationship. In romantic partnerships, submission is a voluntary act of deferring to a partner's desires, to their needs, or even their decisions, right? It stems from a place of mutual respect, of trust, and a desire to foster a healthy, balanced relationship. And what's needed for that is compromise, accommodation, and prioritizing the well-being and the happiness of the other person. Now, this type of submission is grounded in open communication and empathy and really a shared commitment 
to mutual growth and fulfillment. You know, it's very difficult to surrender when we allow the ego to control us. The ego is, is this shadow self, right? It's what keeps us from our highest truth. And as many of you know, since the majority of my listeners are men, the way women are moving through the world right now is shifting and changing, right? Many women, especially those who value independence above all else, they might give off the impression that they have this warped view of what it means to be submissive. And as a consequence, they have no idea how to respect masculinity. You know, self, self-sufficiency self is desirable. It's a desirable trait, right? Absolutely. Nevertheless, in order to really cultivate a healthy relationship, we must also learn to surrender. And we've been led to believe that submit is an insulting word. And some people associate submission with a lack of strength, with weak women who always give in to maybe demanding, domineering men who possibly look down on women. Yet, plenty of men out there on the other side of the same coin, many women can be controlling, demanding, and domineering. So when people have felt threatened in the past, right? This limits their ability to love freely. Walls build up around their hearts and they perceive others as untrustworthy. So it's all about our experiences and our perception in these cases. And this is when healing definitely needs to take place. But mutual submission is so important for couples because of the benefits that it brings to their relationship dynamics. You know, some important areas where submission may play a role in relationships is intellectual submission. So what is this? This is the willingness to respect and consider the thoughts, opinions, and ideas of one's partner. Really, it involves maintaining an open mind and really being receptive to new perspectives, even when they differ from your own, right? This includes valuing and respecting the the expertise of one's partner, recognizing their knowledge in, say, specific subjects or fields, and deferring to their judgment or insights on those areas. You know, an intellectual submission also entails embracing the diversity of perspectives that each individual brings to the relationship, valuing the opportunity to learn from and to engage in thoughtful discussions with one another. So overall, intellectual submission, it's, it's an integral part of fostering a balanced and equal partnership where open-mindedness and intellectual growth are encouraged. Another type of submission is emotional submission. This refers to being vulnerable and empathetic, being supportive of one another's 
uh, emotional needs, right? It really involves creating a safe and nurturing environment where both parties can freely express their feelings or maybe talk about their fears and express their desires. And this is demonstrated through active listening and offering comfort and providing a non-judgmental space for that emotional expression to take place, right? It requires setting aside one's own needs momentarily to prioritize and validate the emotions of the partner. And this doesn't happen enough, right? We often don't want to truly hear what our partners are saying just because there might be a lot of resentment going on. But if you stop and listen through the heart, you'll hear by demonstrating empathy and by demonstrating understanding. Emotional submission can help strengthen this emotional bond between partners. And it really fosters a sense of trust and intimacy. It also involves supporting and encouraging each other's emotional growth, offering reassurance and stability during some challenging times. You know, you will, it, it is important to maintain a balance where both parties are equally invested in each other's emotional well-being and, and maintain their own emotional boundaries. But really, emotional submission really contributes to a very healthy and compassionate relationship where with both partners, they feel heard, right? They feel supported. And again, that emotional connection, and we have that emotional connection, it only deepens for a more physical connection. The next one is physical submission in relationships. This is yielding control or engaging in acts of physical surrender with a partner. And it involves consensual or mutually agreed upon dynamics where one partner really will take on a more dominant or controlling role while the other partner, they're going to assume a submissive or more passive role. Physical submission can manifest in various forms, such as BDSM practices or power dynamics or role-playing scenarios. So it's important to note that when it comes to physical submission, it should always be consensual, obviously safe, and negotiated between the partners with very clear boundaries and communication. And there has to be a lot of trust here, trust and an open dialogue. You know, that's essential when exploring physical submission to ensure that, you know, to ensure the comfort and the well-being of everyone involved. And obviously it should never involve coercion, force, or a violation of personal boundaries. But this can really be an avenue for exploring trust. Like I said, vulnerability and heightened sensations within the boundaries of a safe and respectful relationship. 
because it allows partners to really engage in acts that fulfill their desires or their fantasies or shared interests with each partner's consent and enjoyment of the central focus. Another type of submission is financial. This really refers to a dynamic where one partner takes a role, more dominant role, in managing and making the financial decisions, while the other partner really assumes a more submissive role, right? Often relying on the dominant partner for financial support or maybe guidance. And this arrangement can really vary in its degree. And it might be a consensual agreement based on trust and mutual understanding. But in a financially submissive relationship, the submissive partner may relinquish control over financial matters such as budgeting, or maybe investments, or major financial decisions to the dominant partner. And the dominant partner takes on that responsibility of providing financial support or managing the household's finances. Both partners should really have a clear understanding of this arrangement and feel comfortable with their respective roles. So it's, it's crucial for the, the dominant partner to really exercise the responsibility, the transparency and the fairness in managing the finances to really ensure again, the well-being and the financial security of both partners. And this type of submission has its advantages and disadvantages because it can provide a sense of security and allow for a more streamlined approach to managing finances. It might also relieve the submissive partner from the stress and the burden of financial responsibilities. However, it's really essential for the submissive partner to maintain a level of financial literacy and an awareness to ensure that they can make an informed decision or protect their own interest, right? A relationship with this type of dynamic really it's important to have regular discussions about finances and making sure that everyone's needs and concerns are addressed and always have an open line of communication. The last type of submission is spiritual submission. And this is recognizing and accepting each other's spiritual views. This is a big one because there's a lot of partners who see things differently. You know, they might have different practices and paths than their partners. So it means understanding how important a partner's beliefs are and really creating a space that helps spiritual growth and connection. And the most important part of this idea is that people should always accept each other's views, even if they don't agree or they're different from their own. What this really looks like is going into spiritual conversations and situations with an open mind. Again, active listening and really trying to see things from the other person's point of view. It means supporting and encouraging each other in their spiritual journeys. 
And it involves creating, again, a safe and nurturing space where both parties can really freely explore and express their spirituality, whether through their individual practices, whether it's through joint rituals or shared moments of reflection. See, when we give someone all of ourselves, it's a big part of making sure that the friendship is healthy and thrives. Isn't that what it's about? It builds a foundation of equality, respect, collaboration, and understanding. And couples create a setting where both people feel valuable. They feel heard and supported when they give in to each other. This readiness to give in to each other's needs and wants, it helps them to deal with problems, make choices as a team, and really build a strong emotional bond. And in the end, this equal submission It helps each person grow by creating a connection based on love, understanding, and each person's needs being met. When I think of what it means to submit to another, I think of the word safety. And this is the main ingredient in the recipe in order for all the other ingredients to mix well, from my point of view. You know, isn't that what we all desire to feel inside a union or a partnership? Safety, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And when there's safety, so much beauty can bloom in that space. Having a heart-based rather than an ego-based leadership, say, from the masculine side will allow a woman to openly expose her fullness to you, right? And just fall down into her femininity. If she can't trust you, she can't or won't submit. So safety is when she can trust you to lead. And when you can do that, she will follow you. And if you have a foundation built on security and safety for both parties, that's a strong couple. Again, it it goes for both people, just submitting to one another. You want to know that that person is there to catch you. Feeling safe in the arms of someone, that's a blessing. Safety means that You're there for one another, no matter the circumstances. And it's a beautiful meshing of souls when you can just let go and surrender in that moment. I realize this can be very challenging for some people, especially if they've been hurt in the past, to just give all your power away, because that's what it feels like. But... I encourage you to try because if we can give something away, we have the power to take it back. And that goes with anything in life. If you have something to give, you have that same power to take it back. So just remember that. I understand some of these relationships that people get into 
they might just be temporary. But try and find some sort of safety within that moment, those short moments together. Because there's something that could be healed there. And whether it's a relationship that's only temporary, it can maybe benefit you for the next relationship. You'll get some kind of growth there. So that's that's what I have for you tonight. I, I just thought it was important to talk about this. There's a lot of issues within relationships. And I think if we just drop down into the heart and heal and work through the ego, break down the walls of the ego, we can make and build stronger relationships. Okay. So I hope you found this helpful and I do look forward to coming back next time. I hope that you enjoy the days ahead until we meet again. Okay, take care and I am sending you tons of love and light.